Welcome to the Inspired by Adventure podcast, bringing you the adventure across the airwaves. to another episode of the Inspired by Adventure podcast, your podcast here at Aggressor Adventures. And today we have another episode of our uh, Cup of Joe with CEOs, where we talk about all things in the world of Aggressor, what's going on, what's new. And uh, it's a very exciting call for the employees and the uh, the customers to hear a little bit from the CEO. So how are you doing today? Doing great. Great. Thanks, Cole. We have to admit we're not actually in the morning time. We're a little after lunch, so we do not have our Cup of Joe today. But we've got a lot of exciting things to talk about. We're still celebrating our 40th anniversary. And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit how all that's been going so far. You know, it's amazing for any company to hit that 40-year mark. I mean, it's to, to be able to be successful through um, everything that that um, the world throws at you, um, including all the changes that you have to keep up with to, to um, keep your customers happy. Um, we're very excited to, to hit 40 years and it looks like, you know, we'll be able to hit another 40 years the way things have been going. I mean, it's just been great. Um, we've added um, a 40 year club. I mean, uh, excuse me, a 40 um, uh, charter club for um, called an ambassador club. Mm-hmm. So if you have had 40 charters with us, which we've got uh, um, quite a few customers that have, then you're now a, an aggressor ambassador and you get extra perks um, for that. Okay. Um, we also um, added some uh, 40% off charters for, cl- for any club member. So if you're an active club member in any of the clubs we have, you can have 40% off. Um, coming up for um, for a charter in the next two years. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of replies on that e-blast we sent out just the other day. A lot of people are excited about that. It's a great perk. So if you're not a club member, that's a uh, that's a little perk to get you going to hop into one of the many uh, clubs that we have here at Aggressor Adventures. Um, going back real quick on the 40th anniversary, we also had a big special just a few weeks ago. Had a lot of people sign up for that, and that was a big, probably the biggest discount we've offered. Yeah, we, we you know we struggle every year what to do for customers um, when we come up on our anniversary, and we've been following along with um, offering the discount um, based on how many years it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure how long we can continue that. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but uh, you know, happy to offer it um, uh, this year again. Yeah, for sure. We're going to run out soon. In one of these days, we're going to have to cap it off. Um, uh, let's talk about some of the new destinations, or, or let's actually new vessels, I should say. The uh, Nile Queen, which is part of the Aggressor River Cruises, the Nile Queen Two, I should say, is now been is now launched. Yeah, so um, the Nile Queen Two under the um, Aggressor River Cruise brand has become very very popular, very successful. So mm-hmm. we upgraded from a sixteen passenger vessel to a twenty mm-hmm. uh, passenger vessel. So same same great staff, same great service, um, same uh, antiquity stops, mm-hmm. uh, but now it's um, twenty guests on there, so a few more of your friends can come, and yep. and it parallels with with the 20 guests you can take to the Red Sea. So a lot of customers do back to back. So they can okay. go diving in the Red Sea and then come on the Nile Queen to the river cruise. Uh, and with 16 passengers, it was limiting to, um, you know, a few of the, few of the customers not being able to do both that, together. That's right. I noticed that actually, I remember hearing somebody that was booking a group special and they were not able to get the last four people. So we had to make accommodations, but that's great that we have a new vessel. It's beautiful. Um, the, uh, I've got to do that trip and it really is very special. Um, Funny story. Um, 
when you guys asked me to go to the Red Sea to fill in for one of the coworkers who had left here, I was jumping over the moon because I've been wanting to dive, dive the Red Sea forever. And they were like, they slowed me down. They said, oh, you're doing the Nile Queen, not diving the Red Sea. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I was really excited to still do it, but I thought I was diving. And I got there and that, when I still think about my favorite trips I've been on, that is that is up there. It's top two probably for me. It's hard yeah, to point yeah. out which one. It, it, all of Egypt is a, it's such an amazing destination. Yeah. But to be able to do the Nile Queen uh, and go down the river, seeing, uh, you know, all the antiquities, including not only just the Valley of the Kings, but the the quarry where they mined yeah. the, the, the stones for the Great Pyramids and, mm-hmm. and on down to um, Aswan and Abu Simbel. I mean, it's just just an incredible trip through time. It takes your breath away because I'm not a history guy. I'm not a history buff. So I that's why I was a little hesitant about being excited about that, but it really is just fascinating. Well, it all, it also sports. immerses you into the culture there too. So when you stop yeah. at these little small towns that the big cruise ships can't stop at, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're interacting with the locals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're using locals for transportation out to these antiquity sites, um, being able to walk through the town. So you get uh, a lot more cultural immersion um, on the river cruise um, than just antiquities. That's true. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I'd go back in a heartbeat. Um, uh, we've also got some, uh, news moving on the Philippines aggressor too. That's correct. So Philippines has, um, you know, been a bucket list to add a destination to for us for, for years. Right. Um, but it's, it's a struggle sometimes to find the right partner, mm-hmm. uh, and vessel, uh, to, to operate, um, under our SOP and uphold all of our standards. Found that, um, several years ago, they built a brand new boat for the Philippines aggressor one, uh, it's been operating um, after the Philippines opened back up after COVID has been doing great. Um, and uh, I was actually there um, earlier this year and we had multiple dives with Fresher sharks and the Visayas. So it was, mm-hmm. it was just incredible because I'd never seen one before. And so um, they um, are finishing, put the finishing touches on the Philippines aggressor two. So we'll have two vessels that are running the same itinerary, similar to what we do in Belize and Palau, some of the others where we have two vessels mm-hmm. uh, and uh, being able to offer, you know, twice as many customers, um, what the Philippines has to offer. And do we have a soft start date? We want to announce It'll be uh, the start of the Tubataha season next year, early spring. Spring. All right. That's exciting. Uh, another exciting thing we've had going on lately is we've uh, had a lot of features on TV shows here recently. Let's talk, let's talk on that. Yeah. Every year we have um, TV shows that contact us that uh, want to film uh, at, at on board or at a destination um, that we have. Uh, and so this year we've ended up with um, a couple. So we had um, uh, Les Stroud, Survivor Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, has a show called Wild Harvest, where he takes a chef out into the wild and they they gather and uh, local local flora and fauna and create these gourmet meals. It's fascinating. Yeah, it is. So he did Belize last year. He did a couple shot a couple shows down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out great. Um, and so this year he wanted to do Sri Lanka. He's been there at the at the Sri Lanka Safari Lodge under our Safari. Uh, brand and um, mm-hmm. just thought it was fascinating. So he always thought it'd be a great place to do a couple of shows for his wild harvest with his chef. So they're, they're there uh, next month in October. Okay, I'm going to shoot uh, two shows while they're there in Sri Lanka, um, gathering, um, uh, you know, local flora and fauna to create some, some great um, uh, gourmet dishes uh, in the, in the tradition of Sri Lanka. It's such an interesting concept for a show. And I was a little hesitant when we sent them to Belize to see how that worked out. And then when we saw the dishes, they made i was like man i kind of want to wish i was on the trip this week so i want to try that all right um also uh surviving man the all-stars uh section coming up yep so there's a a series out there from uh a retired navy seal called don man and uh, he's got a show called surviving man 
uh, M-A-N-N, which is his last name. So it's mm -hmm. a play on his name. And he puts um, these uh, uh, participants through some pretty rigorous uh, training to come out with the winner at the end. Mm -hmm. And so he took the first two series, uh, or excuse me, first two seasons and took the all-stars from those two seasons cool. and um, put together um, uh, a show on the Belize Aggressor 3. So uh, they had some very cool um, uh, tasks they had to do while they're there. Um, and uh, everybody uh, from uh, Don to, to um, all the participants and the camera crew just had a great time down there. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, sh that show when it airs. I am too. Uh, we featured Don in our last podcast. If you guys didn't get a chance to see that, go check it out. Um, he's a very fascinating guy. He's got a long list of uh uh, achievements and and interesting things about the guide and he told me a little bit about those episodes and they're definitely uh sounding pretty interesting yeah what cole's direct comment to me after the podcast was he's a badass yeah <laughs> he's a badass <laughs> didn't know we could say uh cuss words on these uh cup of joes <laughs> all right yeah so moving on um yeah let's go back to the uh 40th anniversary and some of the new uh payment policies and fuel surcharge information uh and changes that we've made there yeah, so um, we're always looking at um, uh, every year we review all of our um, uh, costs, uh, what our rates are, what our surcharges are, uh, port fees, park fees. We have to you know, make sure we keep up with um, all the local regulations. Uh, and so one of the things we've heard from customers uh, was uh, uh, the requirement to put 40% down to, to book an individual. Mm -hmm. uh, and it could be a year or two out. So um, we decided that um, when this year come around, we would take another look at that and, and see what we could do. And so we have cut that down in half. So we cut it down to 20%. So now an individual only needs to put down 20%, um, uh, you know, so if they have a charter next year or mm -hmm. two years out, they're not um, having you know, almost half of their money sitting there. That's a big difference. And it works for groups as well, not just individuals, right? Uh, in, groups are a little different in the way they, they have a payment policy. So okay. this is for individuals, but it could be through your reseller. Okay. Got it. And uh, the fuel surcharge elimination. Yeah. So we, we kept hearing from customers that, um, you know, at some point that needs to go away and we understand, I mean, they, they get on board and, you know, they don't want to feel like, you know, at the end of the week, they, they, they have, um, uh, Nick been nickel and dime for, for, for charges. And it, sure. it's a, it's a, it's a real expense that, you know, we had to, yeah. uh, to pay out. I mean, mm -hmm. fuel went crazy there. It still is. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, we heard from enough customers that said, look, you know, at some point that's go to guy has to go away. So we said, okay, fine. We'll, we'll, um, uh, eliminate it. And, um, at, you know, most cases we had to raise the future rate. So if you already booked on the charter, the rate doesn't change. Okay. But if somebody new wants to book on the charter, then, you know, we have to factor in the, the, the expenses and that's part of it. And fortunately I don't see it coming back down. I think it's going to be the fuel price is going to be where they're at for, you know, probably the foreseeable future. Inflation is crazy right now, just all around the world. Yeah. So everything's going up. We see, um, let's talk about the dry docks. Uh, Turks and Caicos and BVI Aggressor, both uh, one just finished dry dock and one's got a dry dock coming up. Yeah. So um, our vessels, um, the way they're flagged, are required to um, come out of the water for a dry dock twice uh, in five years. Mm -hmm. We um, bring them out every other year. So we actually um, exceed that standard. So we bring them out of the water. We, we clean the bottoms. We do paint. We get them inspected by the flag state. Um, clean the props and then um, try to refurbish um, any soft goods that, that need them. new mattresses, linens, mm -hmm. carpeting, um, you name it. We, we, we paint the interior, the exterior. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Turks and Caicos just came out of theirs. 
Um, uh, they had a pretty extensive um, dry dock that uh, looks great afterwards. Uh, and um, uh, the BVI aggressor, the British Virgin Islands aggressor is going in in a few weeks and it'll be um, same thing. We'll pull it out of the water, you know, clean the bottom, paint it, get the get this the flag inspection inspection done, and then um, do um, the list of um, uh, enhancements inside that that we have, um, and hopefully get it all done. It's a big chore for the operations uh, team to get all that stuff ready, but they do a great job of getting figuring out what all we need to have done, and and then they go down on the on these dry docks. Uh, yeah, we have to a lot of times, overseas. you know, based on our list of of, of what we want to do, we have to ship um, goods down there because you just can't run to home depot down the street and yeah, that stuff right um so it, it it starts you know months and months before of us gathering all the materials that we can't get locally and getting it down there getting it cleared through customs which sometimes takes weeks yeah um, and getting it ready for uh for the dry dock yeah um now speaking on the bvi we uh recently um had a company come out to do uh 3d renderings and 360 tour and that's been a huge hit on our website since we've announced it last week yeah, we got approached by a company that we've worked with before, um, who's been in the dive industry quite a quite a while, um, and did some work for us um, a few years ago in in Cayman, and they had um, uh, perfected a three um, D uh, uh, rendering of dive sites and three sixty tours of of, uh, of vessels. Mm -hmm. So um, we had them do um, uh, all of our wreck diving sites in the BVI with 3d renderings. It's, it's on our website. It's very cool. You get mm -hmm. to go through the entire, um, and around the entire wreck. Um, so you can kind of see what it looks like at, at any angle. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to uh, learn more about the BVI aggressor, if you haven't been on board, you can go in and take the 360 tour, which is gives you an actual tour of every, every space on board the, the vessel. Yeah. When that is one of our largest yachts there in the Caribbean. So it's definitely nice to get an idea of what this liveaboard looks like and just how much, how much room there is. But the, the, uh, 3d sites are really cool. My seven-year-old son was getting excited seeing the pirates on the Willy T. So, uh, he got to feel like he was down there diving it too. So, um, all right, well, that's very cool. Um, the last thing we're going to leave you with, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about if we can get any information on any new destinations. Yeah. So all, all of our brands, um, we have, uh, destinations in the pipeline. We have a couple of very cool, uh, very, very cool destinations from the liveaboard side, um, that we should be able to announce um, either late this year or first of next year. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping uh, late this year. Um, we have a couple of staff going to do the final um, uh, test diving and, and tours down there. So mm -hmm. that's coming up. Um, River Cruise um, has a, a vessel that we've been plugging away on trying to get uh, get started um, after COVID. We think we've, we're getting close on having all the permits for that one done. Mm. And uh, Safari Lodge is going to have a very, very cool uh, destination over um, on the Asian side of the world um, mm. that uh, we should have the final um, drawings and renderings um, for um, any any day now. Mm -hmm. So you got that just tells you, you guys got, got to hop on the next Cup of Joe episode to see exactly just getting little teasers there on that. Um, well, that's pretty much all my notes. Is there anything else you want no, to no, advise? appreciate everybody listening and, um, you know, have a, have a great week. Yeah. Fall's coming up. We still got a lot of deals on our specials page. Go check those out. And, uh, hopefully we guys will have you guys, uh, diving or river cruising or safari here soon. Take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Inspired by Adventure podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe through iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.